This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Keen. Before we get into it, I want to issue an apology. This week we were joined by Claire Beck and Connor Finn from the Real Hot Girl Pod. It was a really, really fun episode. We recorded it live in the studio and... When I got back to edit it, I realized my microphone wasn't recording. Incredibly frustrating. So I'm recording this now. Friday morning, I got up nice and early. I re-recorded basically everything I said in the original episode again. And I've edited it together. I'm telling you because you clearly notice something is weird with the audio. That it doesn't sound like it's in the same room. So I'm fessing up so you can hear it. It shouldn't impact the episode. It was really fun. Hopefully you can still enjoy it because Connor and Claire were really, really fun guests. And yeah, I would hate for you to miss out on the episode with them. So my apologies. Hopefully you can still enjoy this episode of Sissy That Pod. So let's get into it. This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Get this roast to cooking. I'm James. And I'm Keen, and I don't want the willies up me right now. <laughs> You're listening to Sissy That Pod, the RuPaul's Drag Race Reaction Podcast. And today we're discussing RuPaul's Drag Race Season 4, Episode 9, with the gorgeous Claire Beck and Connor Finn from the Real Hot Girl Pod. So let's get into it. On this week's episode of The Workroom, James and I sit down to discuss Canada's Drag Race Season 3, a really brilliant, diverse set of queens, some amazing challenges and some fun looks. We also had a really fun chat about some of the production choices made throughout the season. I feel that this season, unlike the US season, didn't have a master plan of who they wanted to go everywhere. It really sort of felt like, let's just see who does the best on the night and send them home and not be afraid of our overall storyline. Because I think if Lady Boom Boom had been in the bottom with anybody other than Kimmy Couture, she would have stayed. She just was out, like, they were probably the two best, maybe Jada Shada Hudson, you know, one of the three best lip syncers in the whole season. And it was just unlucky that it came down to that and that the show doesn't do double shantes. You know, I think it, it should never feel as if the wrong people have ended up in the bottom and I think one of the problems with US in particular is that oftentimes you get and even like say what happened with Dakota Schiffer on on, on on UK it's like kind of a queen who who like obviously doesn't deserve but is pushed there because of a, a want for production to like they, that should never happen but it felt like you can make subtle changes like I think Lady Boom Boom in the bottom three for that week, but not in the, the bottom two. To subscribe to here at The Workroom, head over to headstuffpodcast.com and for five euro a month, you can get access to The Workroom and all the back catalogue. We'll see you there. Claire and Connor, welcome to this episode of Sissy That Pod. You both look great. Almost as good as you look on your Instagram. Oh. Ooh. I'm not even sure, but 
is he reading or is he just saying words? Who knows? Because we don't know what the... I like... It's a roast episode. Wow. Oh, my God. Right, so we've got two levels of knowledge for this season. Yes. Yeah, so I've been bet into it. Connor, up until just now, had not seen any of season four. Yeah. You know, it's nice to have a fresh pair of eyes. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Definitely. That's when I pissed whenever you're like two levels of knowledge. I was like, one has and one hasn't. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I was like, who are these queens? Hey, oh. I think I piqued your interest though when I I said, oh, you know, there's like a Nordy queen in it. You're like, excuse me? Yeah. I was like, trigger warning. She makes a show of us at least three times an episode. Potato jokes. What the fuck was going on with the eye? Tin whistle. The tin whistle full body yeah. cringe that's just so embarrassing I absolutely absolutely yeah it was cringe what were your first impressions I kind of said that's like I mean for my first impression for literally the season there's no real like big competition like there's obviously two front runners like as we were kind of saying there but like it, there's nothing kind of being like a real excitement around it I don't know maybe it's just like the saturation of drag race or whatever like that but I don't know everybody's just a bit meh like a bit bad but like I absolutely did love like just kind of Again, like instantly episode through going like, a, oh, she's a funny queen. She's a smart queen. This like that one. And then the other is kind of bitter patty. Yeah. <laughs> no, Pixie Polite. Oh. <laughs> there she is. Uh, who are your favorites? My favorites are not in the competition anymore. Okay. Dakota, not in the competition anymore. Baby, fair enough. That was her choice. Uh, Sminty also. Yeah, they're my they're my faves. Yeah. Now, Black Peppa, I initially thought that she was going to be, from when she walked in first, was like, mm-hmm. fuck's up, Peppa's here. I was like, oh, she's going to win. Do you know? And like, I'm kind of rooting for her. Yeah. But yeah, I think that there's a little bit that that light in her beautiful eyes has just been dimming kind yeah. of a little bit week mm-hmm. by week by week. And I think she's just very uncomfortable. Um, Ashling, I think, really gave her some confidence, like, going, yeah. no, you are when you're this. And yeah. You can see her kind of going, oh, you know, Perking but I think bit, like yeah. her, you know, her pals aren't in the competition with her anymore. I think she's kind of a little bit out on her own. Yeah. Like she's buddied up with John Burris because... Because <laughs> like, no one who else does that. Play. I mean, oh my god! Oh, I, I want to be. Oh, I don't know. I, I wanted obviously like support the Irish Queen, but oh, just the full body cringe, yeah. like yeah. multiple times. There was forever. a lot of full body cringe tonight. There was across yeah. the whole. But I, I actually, I, I agree with what you were saying, Honor, about the fact that it, it's hard to get that excitement coming up into the end of of a show because you want to like, you want to feel like it could go a couple mm. of different ways. You want to feel like you've got an underdog. Whereas you've got this season now, you've got like two obvious mm-hmm. front runners, like yeah. two, like Danny and Cheddar are way out in front. Mm-hmm. And then you've got two other queens who are kind of just there for the ride. And like Jombers doesn't really even <laughs> feel like. I think it's, there's something I'm, there, I'm there's something about Jombers that I'm not getting. Okay. So either there's something that's not translating because she does have a kind of a very, an awkward kind of personality, which mm-hmm. is fine, you know, um, but I think. I don't know what it is, but like Rue and um, Michelle have been like totally just up her hole like for the last yeah. couple, like, oh, like last week saying, oh, your outfit's the best, one of the best we've ever seen on Drag Race. And this week being like, oh, you look so beautiful. And it's like, this outfit's fine. Like she's standing <laughs> beside Peppa, like, what are you yeah. doing? Like, why are you? I like, you look last week though. You know, oh, oh, last week, sorry, yeah. stunning. But this week is like, it's grand. Like, I yeah. think they're kind of self-aware of like their place in the competition. Literally whenever it was like, a, and why would you choose to go there in the lineup? She's like, for safety. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. I want to be safe. It's like a 
right so next week's the final and you're like a, I'm playing it safe like do you know what I mean it's obviously just like stance of the character that she's yeah. just been like a yeah like I, I, I I'm very much aware that I'm just about being here out of like some fucking crazy god like <laughs> I don't know if following on from from her Snatch Game performance if I'm just like primed like prickly for hate crimes that I'm kind of like <laughs> oh of course the Irish queen who loves taking the piss out of Irish people is doing a drunk routine for the thing and they're all yeah. gonna yeah. Yuck it up. bliss wig yeah. <laughs> yeah. in a Panty bliss wig. <laughs> you say it's predictable, but actually the last few seasons have been very unpredictable with the winner was like everyone wanted Bimini to win and Lawrence took it. No one was expecting Christoph Versace to take it. Like we were doing the show live last year and only one person in the room wants Crystal to win. So oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> But I heard after last week actually that some fans were speculating about a four badge curse. So Bimini and Annabade both won four badges for the Snatch Game, the Acting Challenge, the Stand Up and the Girl Group. Um, and so far, Cheddar has won four badges and she's won the Girl Group, the Snatch Game and the Acting Challenge. Now, she won the Makeup Badge, not the Girl Group, but it's looking kind of similar that Cheddar might have that four badge curse. Maybe it's because it kind of comes down to like the, okay, these are the girls that are definitely going to win, so they're put on the pedestal. So whenever like the other ones kind of like have to beef it up a bit, they're like, oh, she really brought her game... It's maybe just like people's expectation are kind of wobbled a little bit. Like yeah. I think that's what it is because like a, mm-hmm. they know they're really good, but like when it comes down to like the finale, they kind of chuck away like the you know the like the, the receipts. Book, yeah. Like they'd literally be like a oh well, like like we can't really just be like a you did shit in this lip sync, but like you're great all the other times. Like they have to be on that stage just performing. Normally, Rue goes with the fan favorite, and you know I'm sure a lot of people liked Lawrence and Crystal but Bimini and Kitty had by far the most fan support for their Mm, season so you do wonder are they going for who's going to make the best like Hollywood TV show or what what are they choosing from Danny has four beards now or four badges now four (laughs) beards and four badges but does that mean that we're going to get John Burr's winning like is that (laughs) sorry so John Burr's hasn't won any badges and is like very like not happy about it yeah and like everybody's like what's wrong with me (laughs) 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 my god is that what I sound like (laughs) no you're not annoying okay I'm going to stop sorry what do you what do the rest of you think Jumbers. I don't know why she runs me up, rubs me up the wrong way. I just don't get it. It's not I'm like it, sure. It's not really doing it for me. Like I kind of have warmed to their presence in the workroom in that they do seem to like you know kind of be good at like sort of diffusing tension, and they do seem to be quite good at kind of like they get on with people and people seem mm-hmm. to be like them. But they haven't connected with me in any of their performances over the last over the, the series and I, I really like did not enjoy their their snatch game I can see objectively it was it was you know funny enough it was you, people laughed at it but I just was like I didn't get I haven't gotten any of their performances or even like the fact that they keep referring to themselves as this fashion queen but I haven't necessarily seen mm. like that mm. and you sort of like oh I'm the fashion queen but like next to some of the stuff that Black Pepper's coming oh up God, with, yes. it's like, well, this is like innovative. Yeah, it's like, this is real innovative stuff. And it's like, yeah. So they haven't connected for me either. Mm-hmm. I actually oh. find myself rooting for her more than I thought I would. Like yeah. when she first so the, the started the competition, mm-hmm. I yeah. wasn't connecting with her and I didn't really know why. And as the competition went on, like she's really sort of embodied that underdog character. And I kind of thought she's been picked on, which ultimately makes me root for her. I do think last week would have been the perfect time for her to go home, though, because she had peaked on the runway. She'd kind of won us all over. And I think if she'd left last week, she would have left us wanting more. 
But yeah, it kind of feels like she's absorbed all of the goodwill I had towards Pixie. And I'm not sure what it is about Pixie that has kind of made me turn against her. Because she did her sister dirty in the challenge. That makeup. Sorry, I'm still not over it. (laughs) The poor woman. What was her name? Not Sharon. What was her name? Wendy. Wendy. Lovely Wendy deserved better. I know. She really did. I mean, you should never be standing here. Yeah, it makes me look a bit older than I am. Homer Simpson's (laughs) makeup gun, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't like, again, it was kind of like, as she kind of came out and I just was like, oh my God, Ginger looks great this season. Like, that's all I kind of picked up from it. Like, I feel like it's kind of like, there was nothing particularly original around her kind of character. It's like that, right, I'm the funny queen, but like also a bit slaggy. Like, again, like just from initial reaction, I didn't give warm up, so I didn't even have any of like the backstory and all. As there's like, yeah. she's she's there, and like yeah. she's she suffered a bit she's from, and this is like a, a, an issue that plus size queens seem to face ad nauseum in this competition, which is like the sad, sad tears of a clown kind of it yeah. thing. So it's just like they don't seem to be able to get out of their head. They never really connect in in terms of their fashion, in terms of their runway, and that is because like RuPaul obviously idolizes a very particular type of queen. Yeah. So there's always this sort of like undercurrent of like you're not quite good enough, you aren't quite giving us what we need. And I felt like that did kind of and and she came in with like this because remember the early weeks of this where she was all like oh me and Tia Coffee's relationship broke down like oh, there was all yeah. these like like all of this like weird kind of baggage that she brought into the competition oh. <laughs> that's what you want to bring yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they're all they're tired now they're exhausted you know it's like it's the semi final do you know what I mean and it's like they're under pressure and. Like, I'd say, like, at the second half of it, particularly when there's so few people left, like, I'd say it's not necessarily the nicest environment. Like, I'd say there's under, and you can kind of see it in a few of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I think even Cheddar, like, was kind of, had been so focused. And then this week, there was just a bit of a, like, oh. And I think it's just, they're, they just had it up to here now, you know? And I think that's what happened with Pixie. Pixie kind of went from, like, oh, you know, I'm so cute and nice and literally polite and then just kind of got like a little bit bitchy and a little yeah. bit kind of... Mm. Look, I mean, a bunch of tired queens. We can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, it happens to us all. Like. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> like, that's that's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. we got, what time were we up at this morning? Oh, like 7am yeah, or something? Yeah, like that's not that dramatic, but... I just realised... I must have been up at 8am this morning. <laughs> I just realised how that sound is like, oh, my diamond shoes are too tight. <laughs> but uh, no, no, we had to fly. We were international this week, so yeah, it's been a, it's been a tough She's couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> There's some great lines from Danny in this episode. Even when he was like, "Oh, fine, feeling insecure, needy." Oh. Sorry, Danny. I'm serving blue waffle realness with a slice of femme, and she looks like a rotten cabbage. I mean, I mean, blue waffle realness. Oh my god! I will gosh. give John there's the credit where credit's due. Leggy just comes on talking head. I'm so excited. I get shit like. Yeah. And like, <laughs> had everybody pe- like the whole village yeah. is pissing. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I know, but then whips perfect. out the tin whistle and ruins it. Just I <laughs> did not understand where that was coming from. Like what? What? What prompted? Although, like we never got to know what was the storyline with the tin whistle last week. Like we never, we never saw anything about it. I don't know. Why was it there? Was it in it last week? I can't. Yeah, remember. she she like whipped it out of her glove and started like doing a little like kind of dance on the runway with it. This sounds like a favorite oh. dream. Like I was like, it wasn't. I was still looking to be like Pied Piper or it's something. More I like diddly Irish nonsense. Oh. I think. Yeah. She obviously brought it for a purpose, and she rhinestones the top of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> She stoned that tin whistle. Oh, God. We know that if there's a Drag Race Ireland, that's going to be one of the mini challenges. (laughs) 
Ashling B though oh. was a great addition. Oh, she was like she Miss was Honey from Matilda or something. She's been like a, you're the girls. Like she was just giving everybody, especially like Papa, like the big, as you said, like the mm. big kind of like confidence that they all needed. I felt like yeah, she was definitely like the hype queen. Yeah. yeah, she was so good. I sometimes you get the people who come in to actually all of the kind of like little kind of pep talk people mm. this mm. week this season have been really good because we had Giovanni from Strictly on a couple mm. of weeks ago and he was great too gave like really clear instructions felt really helpful not like sort of sometimes you get the people who come in just to kind of stir up the drama yeah. uh, but she was brilliant and delighted to see a real Irish queen on there Take oh. that, John I, I, I didn't <laughs> love though the interaction with when she had John Brz in there because I loved she was giving very focused very like helpful particular things to all of them like to you know help them along or whatever and then John she made a joke about a roast a potato like a potato in your dinner in Ireland and I was like Ashley no no don't get sucked into her web of no Paddy Wackery but I was saying like that's what she has to rely on obviously as like uh, an Irish queen in kind of like England stuff like that like but like again you have to have some other kind of element to it like you can't just be the entire time be like yeah yeah like you have to Give literally a tiny bit of personality, um. and even when she was when she was talking to to Cheddar, like you got the impression that they were actually like going word for word through Cheddar's script, and, and yeah. she was like, "Just stop there. You need a joke there." Like it was, <laughs> it was literally kind of like paint by numbers. This is like roast by numbers. <laughs> Okay, on to the runway. So first up, Rue looked amazing in this like gorgeous red PVC look. Stunning. Yeah, it's something a bit different. Don't know what was going on with the makeup. It's almost Oh, the like, nose, yeah. It's like she kind of got like, it's like she got to strike the makeup artist, the phone rang and forgot to bl- come back and <laughs> forgot to blend and just like she went straight out. I don't know, it was kind of a funny looking, yeah. or maybe we were saying the uh, the rumours that were started on this very podcast. Exactly. About her, why she was missing, maybe she got a little, <laughs> little Michael Jackson an update on her face <laughs> and Ollie Alexander was the guest I know, judge yeah oh he was so sweet he was definitely never going to say anything mean to anybody no. and he was just like even Peppa like saying well she wasn't the strongest in the roast it's like you're so <laughs> yeah nice. but also I think he just kind of gave the like every single time was just like whatever you were feeling in the room, that was exactly what was presented on screen. Like the cringe, you could just see like the, oh, like the hands on the camera. Oh no. Like, absolutely. It was just, that was really great. Okay. (laughs) His sort of try, his pained expression during Pixie's thing of trying to look and engage into, it was just like, so like, you're doing your best, but you're still, we see. I thought it was brave for Danny to go for Ollie's teeth. Like I know Alan makes a joke about his teeth all the time, but to go for the guest judge is, is brave. Yeah. I mean, brave. if it's comedian though as well, it's kind of like, a, right, like you'll kind of give it a bit back. Like you can get that kind yeah. of like back and forth on it. So, but it just landed flat. It was like a, okay. <laughs> I was, I was, I picked up and even like when, when it was announced in the workroom that, that Alexander was going to be mm-hmm. the, uh, the guest judge, that there wasn't that kind of like huge excitement that you normally get. And I don't think that's because they don't know who he is. I think that's just because He's a queer who's been hanging around the scene, so they probably have all met him, worked with him, and are yeah, fully comfortable. Yeah, like oh, there's a race, like yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah. They're like, oh yeah. <laughs> like he's probably come for for Danny's, and also like with Ashton B in the boots. Sometimes you just really like being like viciously like. She can take her boots off. He can't take his teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> His teeth aren't even bad anyway. <laughs> he is proof though that you can be a twink into your 30s. He's like 32. So there's hope for us all. 
<laughs> okay, Danny was up first, and this was just brilliant straight away with that joke about a library in Liverpool. God, oh, so yeah. good. Because it took a while for them yeah. to tell the joke. Yeah, I was like, oh God, please don't tank. Like, just, yeah. And then it hit home. And then it was all like, your fashion is to Rue, what sex is to Alan, paid. The joke about the oh, troubles. that was brilliant. Yeah, that was, was he that as was good brilliant. as you expected? Yeah, no, I pre- I pretty, I expected Danny to nail it. Like, you know, I think even when we were chatting earlier and you were saying, oh, who do you think is going to win? I was like, well, obviously Cheddar. You're like, what about Danny? I keep forgetting Danny's there for some reason. I don't know why. It's just like a weird thing in my brain. But yeah, no, I thought um really, really funny. Um... Uh, the runway that they were like, oh my god, your runway like a stunning. I thought it was obvious and unfinished. Okay. Am I just being ratty because mm. I had to get up at seven a.m.? I don't know. <laughs> like I didn't think it was Danny's strongest runway look, and I didn't think it was the strongest look on the runway. So I don't know. But yeah, the roast was like perfect. Yeah, I agree. Actually, that their look wasn't my favorite of the night, but that yellow plaid really reminded me of Cher from Clueless. So I was wondering, was that a reference? I'm so over every time a scrap of fucking tartan hits that runway. They're like, Vivian West, what the ass? Yeah. Like, I know. <laughs> just, it, they need a new reference for tartan. <laughs> I loved it. Um, And I'm like, even the way that they kind of like pulled it all around, I liked like the lineup that like Danny came out first because everybody else was just so awkwardly bombed that you needed to have like a little, okay, yeah, here we go in. And obviously that was my first kind of like seeing like Danny probably go for it. And um, yeah, no, I think just absolutely killed it. Jonders, especially for going second, that was a smart move to be like a sift yourself in there because like, I think that was like a big thing as well. Everybody was like getting obsessed of like, where they were going to land in the thing and like mm-hmm. trying to like navigate around that whole kind of schedule of themselves. It was a weird one though because it, it was actually we, we didn't really talk about the whole like kind of them trying to put the people into the, it, yeah. yeah. But it was it felt like in the room there was an assumption that Pixie was the one who was like yeah. the real yeah. threat. Like they yeah. like they weren't looking at Danny as the the kind of the True. the comedy queen. But it, it, I mean from watching the season, it's like, no, no, like, Danny is, like, a professional comedian. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's because we get that from the talking heads and they haven't yeah. seen that yet. I think maybe Danny just played themselves down. I would have put Danny at the end. That's it, but if Danny was at the end, you would have literally forgotten the first four, do you know what I mean? So you'd be like, ha, 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 hilarious, who are the others again? You know, that kind of way. So maybe it was a good tactical move, even though they swore they weren't being tactical to have him yeah. first, because then it's like the yeah. furthest away. Yeah, I just wouldn't want to follow Danny. Like, especially if I was John Purs and Black Pepper who were deciding the running order, I just would not have put myself behind them. And I think John Purs was lucky that they were good enough that they were able to like ride the momentum of Danny's performance. Anyway, Jumpers was up next with her drunken politician who took a while to get into it. My my only note for this is, is this good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It felt very like every kind of had that like, uh, okay, we're well, like, we got smoothed in with like Dali. So then whenever Jumpers was kind of doing the thing, it was almost the kindness laugh of like the, Ah, yeah, like, uh, okay, like, that's a bit cringy there. Like, I don't, like, obviously wasn't the worst, because, like, Jesus Christ, it was worse. Um, But, yeah, it was just a bit, like, oh, okay, this is, like, a sketch. Like, yeah, to kind of play it up to the Irish thing. Like, you could, you could knew, you knew where it was going before you came out, like. Yeah. The gender reveal bomb scare joke was good. Yeah, that was quite good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love a good troubles joke. <laughs> <laughs> and even when she said that people don't get thrown out of Black Pepper's gigs they get thrown into it I thought that was a really nice sort of Belfast colloquialism that she used and kind of worked as a joke 
Anyway, Claire, what do you think of this John Furrier's performance? <laughs> Say less. <laughs> I feel mean, but I'm just like, ah, good, yeah. good for you. Not like, I don't know. I just can't get, I can't get a hook into. But I think it's, I think it's maybe like if you went to see John Furrier's in a club, would she be hilarious? Would she be, no, this, that, mm. and the other, but maybe just for whatever reason, it's not landing on the show for me. Yeah, so I'm yeah. very much just like, eh. I think as well that, that she probably benefited from the fact that like realistically Danny was really good and then the rest of them were, were kind of poor and she was like the best of a bad bunch. Yeah. And so like, because she had all the hallmarks of like a roast that was failing and that she was kind of shuffling around through her notes trying mm. to look at her joke. She had a, like a drunk character that she was sort of relying on quite a bit. So ordinarily those are the sort of things that Rue and Michelle would sort of call out and say, oh, like mm. this isn't a space for that or don't be doing that here. But then I think because she had at least like two or three jokes that landed, mm. she she ended up then being elevated to second place where I wouldn't say she belonged. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I think she probably got by by the fact that it was a bit bonkers. Like, I think people were laughing because they were having fun rather than because they were particularly sharp jokes. Yeah. And also maybe were they like, teehee, the Irish queen is drunk. What yeah. a funny joke. You know, it's like. <laughs> what did you think of uh, Jumper's runway, though? With the large safety pin and that sort of Susie Sue inspiration. I, I wrote John is fine, boring. Like, I just, I just, I didn't think it was, <laughs> yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It was grand. I didn't think it was like um, the worst, to be honest. Like, I, I did like that it was kind of going and trying to do the, make it a little bit more chic by, I don't know, something or other. But like, I didn't hate it. Yeah, that's kind of like how I feel about John. Oh, like I don't, yeah. I don't hate her. It's fine. Do you know what I mean? It's like everybody's, eh. everybody's like report on her being like a you were on shit this week. Like do you know what I mean? Like we're just almost more offensive to be like a oh yeah okay like yeah. <laughs> like if you just switched Drag Race on in the middle of it and you saw John Pierce walking the runway, what category would you have thought it was? Well, because of the safety pin, you'd know that obvious reference punk but mm. I was thinking of like say Gottmik's uh, punk look from their their runway where they had mm. like the massive safety pin on their head and it was just like I don't know like really I'm sorry those are not the same no they're not like... the same <laughs> but what I'm saying is like that's on another level yeah. like John Burns was was very kind of like first I do agree that the hair was was not the right mm. hair for, for the look like it, it it wasn't it was an okay look it was a good look but I don't think it was it was amazing and without the massive, massive safety pin across mm. the chest, you wouldn't necessarily automatically yeah. go, oh, that's a punk look. Hard to follow from last week, I suppose, because in fairness True. to her, last week, everything Gorgeous. was, and it was like she took all of the critiques on board, like the makeup, everything was like so elevated compared to what she'd been thrown together to. See, if she'd got home last week, that would have been our lasting memory of her. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Black Pepper was up next and she... Bombed with a smile, really, isn't she? It's, yeah. It's the palpable in the room where she goes like that. <sighs> oh, and then you literally just go, oh, God, just bury me right now. Yeah. But, like, also, everybody was on her side. They were absolutely with the critique. They were being like, a, look, you're shit. Man. Like, you're absolutely, <laughs> yeah. like... But everybody was just having, like, come on, laugh. They're like, oh, whatever. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, like yeah. I think they just knew that, like, right, you're not a mean queen. You're, like, sweet, you know, stuff like that. So we want to give you the benefit of the doubt that you're yeah. trying at least... And it's not coming across a lot of times whenever ones do try whenever they're not funny. A bit like bittery, but mm. mean like sh- there was no reliance on any of that. It was just a kind of like a, here's trying to be a gag. Didn't land. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a giggle. If like, she had made like just laugh into some sort of a catchphrase, it would have worked. Yeah, yeah. It was I everybody know. else's reaction actually, I think, made yeah. it funnier. Being like, a, you're born like whatever. Like this. I remember that. 
yeah, like I was. Probably, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> literally fact. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think like a Peppa, like she, she can be funny just in little throwaway comments. But if it's a situation where it's like be funny, she's like, but I'm not, you know. But he, like, just I loved that you can laugh. Yeah, yeah. so chill. Like it's just yeah. But she made up for it on the runway. She definitely, definitely My did. My goodness. Yeah. 500 studs? 5,000 studs? Oh, oh my, my God. God. But even like the studs in the face, the studs oh, everywhere, the... the makeup, hair, everything, the eyes, the contact lenses, the Stunning. shoulders, everything. Oh, can, she's just Can I incredible. say though, I didn't think it was like, if she walked on the runway, I would have thought it was like Armageddon. Like that's mm-hmm. what the, that's, like Mad that's Max the or something. Category, yeah. That's category. Like that, I was like, yes, it kind of fits in, but I was like a, it's really good, but I was like, I don't know. But you could argue she was going for like a cyberpunk kind of a futuristic thing rather than referencing the past. It was going into the future is what I, the way I took yeah. it. You could also say like that she took one element of punk aesthetic, like the stud and re- made a really sort of draggy look around that. Uh, I mean, her, her like, oh God, her performance was just like that classic drag race performance where you're like, I want the grain to swallow me up. I need to close <laughs> my eyes. Like they actually cut away with it to Danny during this one, like covering himself with. His, yeah. His it's, which was shady because we had just seen Danny say that he was being like Chris Jenner on the sidelines and then it cut to him straight away hiding. <laughs> oh my God. But it just, like it, it, I think it speaks obviously to the high regard the rest of the cast hold Pepper in that they obviously were really willing to just yeah. push as much as they could to like give mm. a good reaction uh, and the just laugh please bit was like you know was very funny I have to say yeah. the runway I, I loved it I thought it was gorgeous but I agree with you that it wasn't necessarily I would say punk like it didn't look like a punk it did look more kind of like you know two man enter one man leave Mad Max that kind of like mm. futuristic kind of thing but I I was fine with that yeah. I was okay it reminded me of one of those belts that people used to have Oh yeah, oh, yeah. emo belts or whatever. You'd have like a few, like a, I think I had like a pink and a yellow one. Exactly, and they were like both worn down on my hips, so like one crossed <laughs> over the other. Jodie Marsh, she used them to go for her boobs. Oh, yeah, my God. it was oh, yeah. about yeah, that, about punk. that time. <laughs> <laughs> so after Black Pepper, I thought, okay, well that's the worst done for. But no, who would have seen no, it that the worst was yet to come in the form of Pixie Polite? I first of all didn't really love her look. In the stand-up, it felt really matronly to me. Like, I think she was going for Thatcher, but it kind of put me off. And then she just sort of lost momentum and then began to get really resentful of the crowd for not laughing at her. And it just went downhill from there. I think she corpsed. I think she just completely, like, collapsed mentally and just, like, floated off somewhere. Because even afterwards, they're saying, like, she was kind of saying the Stonehenge joke was really funny like why didn't one of you laugh and then they said you never mentioned teeth she's like oh did I not you know yeah. so I think that was just a just one of those things that happens because she had actually got t- two jokes that I thought like across the board were, were actually like genuinely very funny they just didn't translate because of the weird delivery there was the mm. the one about ballroom from Michelle Visage was actually very it was a, a clever take on the kind of jokes that are made about yeah. Michelle Visage and, and Michelle the one about Exactly. And the one about Cheddar Gorgeous and like them finding the 9,000 year old statue in that or, mm-hmm. skeleton. Like both of those are, were actually really funny jokes, but they just were delivered with this sort of deadpan, phased out, faded yeah. away kind of like this is going badly and we all know it energy. You could also see the punchline of that skeleton joke before she actually told oh, yeah. it. Took the gusto out of it. I think she lost the room and just couldn't get it back. Like everybody was just being like, a, this is you. Mm. Like, you've married yourself here. Yeah. 
Even the joke about John Purr's getting booze slash a play on booze based on how it was delivered kind of sounded like a Christmas card joke. Yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> and those jokes are designed to make you all groan like rather than laugh. And if you did it, maybe if you did it with like a hammy kind of a delivery, like a hey, you know, then it would have yeah. been like, haha, but no. And you know, it's not going well when they end their set with, okay, I'm going to stop now because I thought I was funnier than I was. Like, that's tough. (laughs) I felt bad for her. I did feel sorry for her. Yeah. Yeah. And I think fair play for for trying something different with the the runway look, like that kind of, was that like sort of like an attempt at like the Nevermind the Buzzcocks Queen Elizabeth cover sort of a a version? It felt very French Revolution to me. Yeah. I think you're being it was giving kind. Yeah. It, to me, it was giving like a duvet. It was like a duvet that was like in a back alley, like in a skip, and then there's some like tins of paints. Go, oh, yeah. won't be needing these anymore. Got thrown onto like, it. I didn't like it some, at all. Someone see staggering out of Strad Bally at like ten o'clock on Tuesday morning after electric picnic. Yeah, oh. I didn't. I have smoke. to say, I didn't mind it now. Like, she definitely has been a step below the rest. Maybe not. John Purs when it comes to runway this season and I thought this was definitely one of her best looks across the season so no I didn't really mind it good attempt <laughs> everybody goes yeah and your point is <laughs> finally then was Cheddar Gorgeous who I thought had a really good start to her stand up with that oh that was the start of the wrong speech and then it sort of just turned into a TED talk from a dialect. Yeah, was it I think it was Pepper <laughs> said I feel like I'm in a lecture. It's <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. oh no. I don't know. Although it looked stunning. No, as soon as it just came out, like the big like hair and like the yeah, the hair was fab. It was like the um oh, what's the film with the aliens? Which is probably what she was going for. I'm just realizing as oh, I'm talking with the tall hair. Mars attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like again, wasn't like terrible, but like people were like giving her like the kind of like a, okay, like they're trying to be funny. Like I think there, she had the room within that first show. said, and that's all you kind of needed is like a land one or two, and you're solid. And yeah. everything else is kind of like a oh well, we can kind of see where you're trying to go there. Like nothing was lost to people. It was kind of like a, oh, it just might not really land well. Yeah, and I do think that like that opening was so strong that it kind of carried her through mm-hmm. the rest yeah. of it. And I think like it's interesting because you, you watch and see, oh actually the feedback that like Ashing B was giving during the thing is like she should have taken more of that on board because it took a really long time to get to any jokes. Mm-hmm. There was so much build up and by the time you got to them you were kind of lost with like what's happening here? Yeah. It's just like a political message. I'm not yeah. understanding it. Yeah. At least at times though it was just sort of interesting rhetoric it wasn't like failed jokes it's just something that wasn't even trying to be funny I know <laughs> just kind of missed the mark but what happened now okay so obviously it, it was shady like when they're saying oh it wasn't tactical putting you last when it absolutely bloody was yeah. but I've just remembered the bit where Peppa was like well if you've got a problem with that that's kind of a you problem really like that's yeah. on you or something she said I was like oh I didn't know that there was any kind of friction or anything with them like or maybe maybe they were told like oh no we want to make this a bit of a thing manufacture some stuff so they were just like okay I, do you know one of those I think she was just the one queen that was throwing the like her you know toys out of the pram nobody yeah. else was giving out a white lineup they're like look it's gonna be shit either way so I think that was just probably being like a Jesus Christ it's like a I'm not gonna go last I'm gonna save myself here like it was like a, somebody will drop in and unfortunately we don't want to do that. We mm, just take, like, yeah. I think she was very much just be like, a, this isn't exactly how I want it to work. And usually whenever they do punch for like that and they get that kind of like, 
oh, I want to go like first or second. It doesn't really go well for them to be first no. anyway. It's mm. like, like so she did grand. Like, yeah, I, I, did, I mean, it absolutely was tactical on their part. Of course, well, it because, was because, like, if you think about it, I know like Pixie ended up doing terribly, but mm. they thought that <laughs> Pixie was going to like knock it yeah. out. So they were thinking we're going to put the strongest comedian in the competition on, and then we're going to put the the front runner in the competition after them mm-hmm. and try and trip them up. So, like, you know, there's not really any other way that you can look at it like that because she was the only queen who was like, can I go a bit earlier? And they were like, no, you can go last after Pixie, the big competition. I kind of saved her, though, going after Pixie because everybody's just like, oh, God, we'll give you anything. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we'll give you all the brownie points that you fucking want. They're like, just get that other one off the stage. Yeah, know? it's probably why that first joke from her got such a laugh because people were just relieved. Yeah. <laughs> her runway, though, oh, my goodness. That leather ensemble, the vintage dress no, and the harness and the hair and the everything. That was the one that looked for me. But yeah. Night, personally, I thought it was like proper, just like insanely well put together. And the way she embodied it as well, I thought was great. Yeah, yeah the attitude and like I thought if Bimini was on this season, that's what she would have worn. But I think as well, like that, like is very much kind of like Cheddar's wheelhouse. Is that kind of real punky alternative? I know, like get me, get me. <laughs> but like it very much is her style. Is that kind of real punky alternative look? Yeah. And, like we've seen other looks throughout the the season that have had a similar vibe to it. But I love that because it was sort of like sexy, even though it was like sort of demented alien queen. Mm. It was, yeah. yeah. The studs coming out of the face and stuff like that. Yeah. It's whenever you kind of inspect it, like even like the hair and stuff, you'll be like, oh, like there's really like cool yeah. things that are just going throughout this entire look. Okay, so Danny wins. I assume we're all happy with that. So that leaves the two lip syncers to Queens. Another one bites the dust. Pixie Polite versus Black Peppa. Ooh. <laughs> So look, obviously it was rooting for Peppa, like really wants to stay in or whatever, but that poor, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. I felt so bad for her when she went and it was the ankle and that stiletto. I fucking hope her ankle's okay. Like, because it was right like that, right over. You can almost hear the crack from back here. And then she got back up. But in fairness to her, she got straight back up and was still going. But then it was like the final third of the song. She'd just given up. You could see it. She'd given up. And it was really sad. Also, I mean... Black Peppa just like came oh, out she's the lip- gate fully lip sync assassin killed like, it. Mm. like it yeah. was like within the space of the first like before even before Pixie collapsed on the runway you were like you're you're done for like Black Peppa had, mm-hmm. had, had taken the win I would say and isn't it ironic that the song was called Another One Bites the Dust and Pixie Bit the Dust yay <laughs> <laughs> we were sorry actually to see that Baby didn't come back this week which I mean makes sense since she tapped out Um, I also didn't get a chance to mention last week about the scandal with the social media team for Drag Race UK in which there was a video where they mentioned Baby and they showed a picture of Black Pepper. No. Mm. Oh, God. Oh, some intern lost a job. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Oh, that's awful. Pixie sachets away and I have to say you could really tell she was really gutted by being eliminated and I could just feel all... Like the sort of resent I had just fade away when I saw her leave. I felt bad for her. Totally. And when she wrote on the the mirror was very funny now. So yeah. it was a hashtag Pixie was robbed and then underneath, how rude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was really kind of back on that character that yeah, kind of absolutely. was so endearing at the start and Yeah. And I, I think actually it was probably it was probably the right time. It was definitely the right time for her to go. And I think it it kind of sets up the final in a way where you kind of can just sort of ignore that Jumbers and and um, 
and Black Pepper there enjoy mm-hmm. the performance that they give, mm-hmm. but you know you're really watching kind of Cheddar versus mm-hmm. Danny. Yeah. It would need to be some sort of like, I don't know, entirely like out of the blue, insane kind of choice for them not to go with one of one of those two. I mean, it could still be Black Pepper, I think. You know, Christopher Satchi was a shock winner and I think Black Pepper could also win. Well, I, I don't know. I would say that um, like... Black Pepper is in that same category as Tate, who someone has gotten into the mm. finale mm. because they've like fought to nail through like four lip syncs to get there. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think that they, but then like going in, no one thought Tate was going to win yeah. season two. Because is is there still... anybody that hasn't, that's in the finale now that hasn't done a lip sync? I guess. I think Danny hasn't. See this. Nor Cheddar. Oh, Danny and Cheddar both haven't. And see, those are the ones that like, they're either going to like absolutely kill it and they're going like, oh my God, thank God, we never had to go up against you or else you're going to fall on their tits. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's my only thing where like, I feel like that's when like, you mm. kind of stumble and you go like, a, oh, you've got your like strong suits, but it's like, a, as soon as it's like a, you versus someone else, they want it more. This is a really good point actually because they do, it's a mega mix, what do they say? Mega mix of drag race hits. Which means they've obviously stopped writing songs. <laughs> And you know what? Thank God. <laughs> We've got more new franchises than we have songs. Let's just do a mega mix. Yeah. Although, sorry, baby's song, theatre. Oh, I haven't listened. You ha- yes, it's okay. so good, but it's not at all what you would be expecting. It's like complete. It's like a proper dance pop, like okay. Okay, yeah, exactly. but like Funny. really just creative and original and very her. So yeah. And um, sorry, I know I'm going off piece now and I know I keep talking about Dakota, but did we see her music video? No, I have. I saw that people were talking about it. Yeah. So she stars in like she's in, in like her. It's like she's reached her final form. Like she looks absolutely stunning in it. But she's yeah, stars in this music video and uh, she's lip syncing. She's not as good as Peppa. Let's just say. Okay. There's some timing issues, but she looks so beautiful. So, so it's is it her own music? Her. So it's the new oh, Black Honey okay. song. It's actually a really good song. It's called Heavy. So Claire, are you team Black Pepper or are you team Danny or Cheddar? I would love I would love to see Black Pepper win. I think it's going to be either Cheddar or Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's probably going to be Danny. I think Cheddar is incredible, but I think for the format of Drag Race UK, I think that maybe... Cheddar is kind of a bit too thoughtful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like we're really even with like the previous runway looks and stuff. You're like, well, the message that I want to convey is this, and I want to think about this, and then doing an accidental TED talk instead of a roast. You know, so maybe like, is it like it's just not like her. I I have to say, in the wrong way. You drag race like because like Danny is just like a big camp goofball of a drag queen, yeah. and sort of is that real like sort of you know old time British drag. You actually forget that aesthetically they would be the most diverse queen ever yeah. to win the franchise and the first queen with facial hair to win the franchise. So oh. it's like, actually, you know, I mean, I'm fully 100% team Danny. I think they're hilarious. I, I think they are such excellent performers and I'm excited to see what they do. But I also think just from the point of view of like padding out the sort of ticking off the, the diversity hires on the mm. winner's list, it's mm-hmm. like, this is actually quite an exciting person to have in that group. Yeah. I for the first episode um, when Danny came on, I was totally took against him. I was like, "You're a bitch. Yeah, you're not a nice person. You're a bitchy little queen. Don't like you." Um, and then in this, I think it might have only been the second episode, and it was like Danny going, "You know, I use humor as a, you know, it's like a, a shield to kind of protect myself because I'm actually quite, you know, and started crying. And I was like, "I'm in love with you now. <laughs> you're stunning. Like, yeah." See, I think yes, Danny will be great, but like, I think. 
chatter because like so in their head like they're probably going to think through they're going to do something really clever when it comes to finale it's not going to be like the classic uh, another reveal you know like that kind of one mm-hmm. like there's not going to be anything like everybody obviously after like Sasha Blur has had to like be like a everybody wants that moment that's like the iconic like smasher finisher I think something's probably going to happen that they're like have thought it over so much and like analyzed mm-hmm. it all that they're going to have like a really winning like it maybe not performance but like a, the show it's like they're going to steal the show Actually, Sasha Velour is a really good kind of touchstone for Cheddar in terms of the drag that they both present and how sort of heady it is and considered it is and how much of a social message it has while also being quite fashionable. I'm definitely up for Danny anyway. Like, they've been mm-hmm. the most entertaining for me. I think they're hilarious. They've had great runways. So, 100% hashtag Team Danny. We just forgot that there was four or... I mean, the other ones, they're just going to have fun. <laughs> the thing is, I could never see Cheddar coming back for All-Stars. No. She's been in it now. She's been to the final. That's it. I don't see her becoming like a Rue girl. Yeah. No, no I don't think so. No. I mean, obviously, she's now locked into the Contract. world of once her contract. So she mm. may be dragged kicking and screaming back <laughs> to a... <laughs> France versus the world or something (laughs) (laughs) well Claire and Connor thank you so much for joining us can you let people know where they can check out your pod yes so please as soon as you finish listening to this our pod will also have um, come out so um, it is called Real Hot Girl Pod and what we like to do is um, we are hot girls in training we're trying to Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Remember our lives. Yeah, look, we're, it, we're, we're trying to unapologetically be ourselves, love ourselves. And why are we saying "girl" in 2022? Because <laughs> we're taking it back, baby, from the patriarchy is an all-gender inclusive term. Yeah, so that's what we're doing. So it's basically a lovely little queer bubble. We chat shit. We have great guests on. Uh, tomorrow is an incredibly sexy and sensuous, lovely thing to you. Maybe eat with your lunch. We're doing a monkey pox special so yeah gorgeous I'm in pain already yeah so yeah no we've Adam Shanley from Empower is going to be answering all of the Mm. monkey pox questions Um, and then we go along uh, Connor brought us along for his first vaccine as well so you can find out everything about that Um, and then just a little plug for next week's episode because I'm so fucking excited one of the best bands in the world Confidence Man are going to be on the show Talking about how to be confident and it's going to be very good. So yeah, at, at Real Hot Girl Pod, um, please tell a minimum of 10 people and um, five star rating. And yeah, thank you so much. Okay, that's all from the show. Thank you if you made it all the way to the end of that episode with the questionable audio. I really appreciate it and thank you for your patience and support, never-ending support. We've got an extra special bonus episode coming out on Monday when I got the amazing opportunity to chat to the executive producer of Drag Race, Fenton Bailey. Him and I sat down, we discussed his book, which is filled with celebrity anecdotes from... Britney Spears to Monica Lewinsky, Anna Wintour, and of course, we discussed Drag Race as well. So that's going to be out in your feed on Monday. 
So an extra special treat for you. Thank you for listening. The finale is next week and James and I will be back then. Until then, you can check us out on Instagram at sissy.pod if you would like to leave a review uh, despite the audio quality in this episode. Please do. And I'll chat to you next week. See you, love you. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.